We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. If your son or daughter goes to school and tells a teacher or a principal that they want to remove fully functioning body parts and organs, should you as the parent be informed of this? The Democrats and your local school's administration, even in Oklahoma, says no. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm so grateful to all of you who are becoming loyal listeners. I know that some of you listen live Monday through Friday on KOKL Radio, and I appreciate that. And I know some of you that are out of that listening range listen via podcast, whether you're in Ohio or Kansas or Texas or Arkansas, other places in Oklahoma, or wherever I know you're listening in uh, directly from a podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. I appreciate all of your loyalty and support. And I also want to thank you for what you're doing to build the listenership. Last month, February, we had over 68,000 listens. Now, had the month been the normal 30 days rather than 28, we would have exceeded 70,000. So we are still growing exponentially, and it's because you're doing this. You're listening to The Rebellion. You're copying and pasting links to your favorite episodes, and you're posting them out there in your social media. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. That's the way we grow the membership and the followership and the listenership. Thank you for doing that. Please continue. Today's story is the translunacy. That's the topic of today's show. And as I asked you in the introductory comments, if your kid goes off to school and decides that they want to remove a functioning organ, a fully healthy body part, should you be informed? Should the teacher feel a moral obligation to let you know that your son wants to cut off his fingers? because he identifies as a fingerless person? Should the principal or the counselor be obligated ethically, morally, legally, and logically to tell you, the mom and dad, if your daughter has started to identify as blind and she wants her fully functioning eyes removed surgically because she thinks that she is transabled, that is, actually a movement that's taking place right now, that people think they're transabled and that they were born in the wrong body, that they should have been born deaf, they should have been born blind, they should have been born without hands or arms or legs, for example, and therefore they are transabled and they're seeking assistance in removing those body parts that they believe they should have been born without. Should you be told if this is something that your child has bought into? I would hope you would answer yes. That it would be crazy for a teacher, a principal, a superintendent, or a counselor to withhold 
such harmful ideas from you if that's what your child is thinking? Well, here's the question before we take a break. Why is that any different than your child running off to school, in elementary school, and deciding that he is a she, or she is a he, that a male is a female, a female is a male, and that they want to transition. Shouldn't you be informed if they, your son or your daughter, thinks that fully functioning body parts have been assigned to them, quote-unquote, inappropriately at birth, and those body parts should either be removed surgically or compromised chemically through injections and steroid treatments and therapy. Why shouldn't you be made aware of that compromise to their physical identity, their physical health? Well, this nonsense is not only prevailing in Washington, D.C., in San Francisco, and New York City. It's happening right here in Oklahoma schools. I'm going to share a story with you after the break about Stillwater, Oklahoma public schools, and what they're doing to keep this type of nonsense from the parents so that they don't even know what's going on with their kids. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. I hope you understand the rhetorical questions that I'm asking before we let up to the break. I mean, what in the world are we thinking if we're letting adults enable our children, children that are minors, children that are in elementary school, that's how bad this is becoming. Elementary school age kids are being enabled to deny the physical reality of their bodies. They're being encouraged to alter that physical reality via steroid therapy or surgery, or at the very least counseling that somehow encourages them to continue this delusional, this delusional game of make-believe and denial of the physical, the real, the ontological facts of who they are. Why in the world are we letting this happen? Well, you might be saying if you're listening in Oklahoma right now, well, that's just the crazy land stuff of the East Coast and the West Coast. We're not doing that here in the heartland. Nah, you're wrong. And I've told you a thousand times over, if you don't think it's happening in your own backyard, you're not paying attention. Let's take, for example, the situation down in Stillwater Public Schools. And don't just think that it's happening down there because, you know, you've got uh, a more liberal constituency in those areas of the state in Norman and Stillwater and Edmond and whatnot. No, don't think it's just happening down there, folks. This stuff is happening in your own backyard. I know it's happening here in Bartlesville. I mean, we have a teacher here in Bartlesville that's forcing the students to declare their pronouns. In other words, denying the grammar of proper pronouns and forcing students to actually use contrive pronouns and deny the reality of the English language, not only the reality of physiological evidence as to who you are, but we're even going to butcher the language and we're going to celebrate it in English class and history class. I mean, it's happening here in Bartlesville. There's a teacher here in Bartlesville that identifies on her Facebook page as bi-poly, which means bisexual and polyamorphous, attracted to more than one sex and involved with more than one person. 
And she says this on her Facebook page, and she's celebrated in the Bartlesville Public Schools. Don't think that this stuff isn't happening in your own backyard. Well, let's go to Stillwater. Stillwater Public Schools has adopted a practice of allowing children who sexually identify as the opposite sex of their birth to use the restrooms of their preferred identity. This is happening in Stillwater right now. So in other words, we've got evidence, we actually have pictures right now, of girls going into the girls' bathroom and finding a male in there, a boy in there who's identifying, quote-unquote, as a female. This same boy not only uses the female restrooms, multiple girls have reported it, they don't feel comfortable with it, but yet they're being shamed into silence by the teachers and the administration and the counselors of this school system, Stillwater Public Schools. This same boy is a is uh, auditioning um, for girls' activities, trying out for girls' activities. For example, cheerleading. Not as the male cheerleader, but as the female cheerleader. Again, stealing a woman's sport, stealing her scholarship, stealing her court time, stealing what Title IX guarantees her, appropriating it unto himself, and yet the feminists say nothing? Again, the world is upside down. This is crazy. So what you have in Stillwater right now is a fact, and I know that the pastors and some of the parents in Stillwater are disturbed by it, and they've written a letter to the school administration, and they've asked the school administration to stop it. Stop the lies. Stop the deception. Stop encouraging students to pretend that they're something they're not. Stop dishonoring the girls, the females. Stop taking away their dignity, their privacy. Stop compromising their modesty. Stop stealing their very identity. Stop allowing males to appropriate femaleness that they do not have biologically and have no right to appropriate. Again, I've used this analogy on the show before. Why is it wrong to blackface an African-American and it's not wrong to do the same thing to blackface, quote-unquote, a female. To dress up in exaggerated makeup, costume, wearing clothes that misrepresent who you are, and pretending to be something you aren't, and mocking and ridiculing by the exaggerated nature of what you're doing, something and someone who's different than you. That's exactly why we have, the, and rightfully so, an objection to black-facing African-Americans, but yet we don't have the same objection to quote-unquote black-facing women? We're encouraging it. We're enabling it. And we're starting this nonsense in elementary school, in Stillwater Public Schools. Now, while this is going on in Stillwater, I want you to pay attention to a couple other stories that are going on right now as we speak. Carl Truman writes of this in First Things. He talks about Florida, Florida's, excuse me, Florida's parental right in education bill. What is that? Well, essentially, Florida's bill says that there should be a restriction of sexual education and LGBTQIA ideology within the school system with given school children that elementary school kids should not be indoctrinated in this sexual confusion. 
junior high kids shouldn't be indoctrinated. Frankly, I don't think anybody should be. But surely we can all agree that a 6, 8, 10-year-old should not have to be brainwashed on a daily basis to be confused about their sexual identity. Surely we can agree on that. Well, now the liberals are coming unglued. They're coming unglued because of this parental right and education bill that parents have the right to know what's being taught in their school systems and that teaching this radical identity, sexual identity, rather than sexual reality, indoctrination in the school system should be curtailed and parents should be aware of it if it's being done. No, that's wrong. Well, according to actress Carrie Washington, she condemned the Florida law. And I want you to listen to what she says. This is just stunning. Actress Carrie Washington condemned the Florida law, declaring that, quote, listen to this, children deserve to be who they want to be, to be their true selves. I'm serious. She just said that. What are you talking about? Children deserve to be who they want to be, to be their true selves? This is, a, this is the kind of lunacy, this is the kind of statement that makes sense to her and presumably her 5.5 million Twitter followers. But it's a statement that testifies how a sexualized notion of childhood is now unquestioned within the orthodoxy of the left in our culture. This is disturbing in the extreme. Carl Truman says this, This exposes how millions have bought into trans ideology and how they are using it to drive a wedge between parents and their children. By their philosophy, the child is the gender he or she claims to be, so they hold that the child defines who he really is, but that the child's parents have no right to know. And like Truman says, in conclusion, that is extremely disturbing. Close quote. This is utter madness. What's going on in Stillwater, what's going on in Florida, this response from Kerry Washington, and so many other people, even here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, or your hometown, who somehow think this nonsense makes sense, that a child deserves to be who they want to be, to be their true selves, close quote. This is madness, and let me explain to you why. If you've been tempted to buy that lie, or you're silent in the face of it and you don't know how to respond, let me help you. How can any thinking adult not see that a child's imagination should never be the basis for altering his or her body? I mean, you know if you've been a parent that there are times when your boy thinks he's Tarzan, or your boy might pretend to be a horse or a pony. Or your daughter might think she's the little mermaid. Or your boy or your girl, your son or your daughter, might think that they're Barney, a purple dinosaur. My land. Does that land of imagination, does which should be encouraged, I encourage you to, to, to allow your child to think and use their imagination in a healthy way. But to then turn around and 
imbibe and enable that imagination if they actually think they're Barney? Are you going to go permanently tattoo his face and his arms and his legs with dinosaur scales because he thinks he's Barney? And will you dye his skin purple? How about if your daughter thinks she's the Little Mermaid, as I just suggested? Are you going to have somebody cut off her legs and surgically attach a fake fishtail if she thinks she's the a Little Mermaid? I mean, imagination is not the basis, should never be the basis, for altering your body. And in fact, there's a time when your imagination becomes unhealthy if you're starting to deny reality and if you don't understand the difference. Surely we can all agree that if that ever starts happening with our child, they need help. They need counseling. They need confrontation. They need correction. They don't need to be enabled. So... If you cringe at the thought of cutting off your daughter's legs because she thinks she's the little mermaid and attaching something fake like a a surgically contrived fishtail, quote-unquote, then why don't you cringe if your daughter wants to remove her breasts? I mean, why is it okay to object to her cutting off her legs because she thinks she's the little mermaid, but yet it's okay for her to cut off her breasts and your school to encourage her to do so if she thinks she's a boy. This is utter lunacy. It's utter madness. It is child abuse. And Carl Truman, in his article in First Things, titles this entire ideology when evil is called good. Again, from the prophet Isaiah, what I've described to you over and over again on this show. He describes two additional stories, one in Washington State, where they now have a policy preventing teachers from revealing a child's gender transition to parents. So not only are they going to encourage the delusion, they're going to start the physical transition and not tell the parents. Steroid therapy? Testosterone injections? Surgery? They're actually going to start altering your child's biology, physiology, the very chemistry of who they are. They're going to start altering that medically, chemically. And they're not going to tell you, as the parent, that they're doing it in Washington State. And then there's White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, who condemned a directive from Greg Abbott, Texas governor, Texas's governor, excuse me, that merely calls on state agencies to protect Texas minors by investigating cases of children receiving abusive gender transition procedures. Biden's administration comes out against this. You know what that Texas law does? It requires people to adhere to Texas law. And if anybody is doing something that is in violation of Texas law, currently standing Texas law that's abusive to children, that they should be stopped, that it's illegal. It's a violation of the statutes of Texas. So you've got this situation in Florida where Washington, this actress Washington, thinks that children should be enabled to be what they want to be. If they're the little mermaid, I guess you you, you you encourage them to be a little mermaid. And if it has to be enabled surgically, then I guess you go do it. If they think that they 
are transabled and that they should have been born blind, then I guess you go remove their eyes. If they think they should have been born deaf, then I guess you go remove their ears. If they think that they were a paraplegic, then I guess you, what do you do? I, I mean, this, this is asinine. This is insanity to the extreme. So you've got the Florida law. You've got the Washington law where they don't even tell the parents. And then you've got the Democrats ridiculing this Texas directive to merely adhere to the existing law that prohibits anyone from abusing children, physically or otherwise. The Democrats believe that what I'm saying right now is inappropriate. They think it's morally disgusting. They think that I should be silenced and censored. They think that institutions that lean toward what I'm saying should be investigated. And they should be forced, parents should be forced, to celebrate gender transition surgery, even with minor children. The Democrats are so hell-bent, and I use that word intentionally. They're so hell-bent in going down this path because it is the core of their philosophy. They do not believe in objective reality. They do not believe in objective truths. They don't believe that there is any such thing as an absolute moral standard. They don't believe the Constitution is absolute, immutable, true, and unchangeable. They think it's a living document and that it changes as culture changes. So when they swear to defend it, they're not swearing to defend it as it's written. They're swearing to defend it as they feel it should be interpreted and even changed. They deconstruct it and then they reconstruct it. They do that with language, they do that with documents, they do that with ideas, and they're also doing it with the physical body, that it should be deconstructed at will because of your emotions and your feelings, your imagination. Even if you're a child, you can deconstruct the body. You can tear it down. You can manipulate it. You can use a scalpel to change it, cut off functioning parts of it because you deserve to be who you want to be. You should never be constrained to live within the reality of who you are. And they think that this is good for children. They don't think that it causes irreparable damage to your son or daughter to surgically alter their bodies at an age when your kid, your son, your daughter has no idea what the consequences will be later on in life. A minor who removes her breasts and is encouraged to do so? How about having a hysterectomy to alter that, that uh, reality of your female anatomy? How about young boys surgically removing their genitalia, having their penis removed because they think they're a girl? This is butchery. This is child abuse, and we're remaining silent in the face of it. And don't let anybody tell you that I'm exaggerating this. Good has become evil, and evil has become good. There's a clear push, says Carl Truman, in conclusion in his article in First Things, 
to grant LGBTQIA plus ideology a favored legal and cultural status that enforces it without compromise to the extent that they will not even involve parents in these incredibly consequential decisions for minor children. Their ideology, the LGBTQ ideology, labels any and all dissent as morally evil. I'm the one that's being declared morally evil, as opposed to the teacher, the counselor, the administrator, the social advocate, the social-emotional learning curriculum, the I'm the one who's being declared morally evil rather than those that perpetuate those other things. Perpetuate and promote and encourage the actual dismemberment of your children. This is where we're heading as a culture. This is what is at stake right now. It's the not only the heart and the soul and the mind of your child, but his or her very body is on the scales, is being weighed in the scales right now. Their bodies are being called into question. The very reality of a female is being disparaged. I've said it a thousand times. Why in the world are we remaining silent while our girls, our daughters, while women, our mothers and our wives are being maligned and mocked and deconstructed as if they don't even matter and they're not real? A female has become a leprechaun, a unicorn, make-believe. The Little Mermaid, that's all a female is today in the minds of the left. A female isn't real, and therefore real females have no rights any longer. You don't have a sport. You don't even have a shower or a bathroom. In Stillwater, Oklahoma, you don't have your privacy. They're going to mock your sense of modesty. They're going to make you feel like you're the bigot just because you say, I don't want a guy in my restroom or my shower or my locker room on the cheerleading squad. In Stillwater, Oklahoma, they're mocking you. They're laughing at you. And you know what? They're not even going to tell you if your kid is involved in this. They're going to lie to you and tell you it's illegal for them to do so. Baloney. Baloney. Don't let them play this game. Challenge them. Call them out and say, No, it's illegal for you to encourage my son to compromise his body and his health. And if cutting off a functioning organ isn't the compromise of his physical health, I don't know what is. If encouraging my daughter to take steroids that disrupt her biological maturation isn't compromising her body and her health, I don't know what is. It is time for you to defend your children. And if you don't, literally, literally, God help you. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.